Hello, Podlers. Thank you for downloading. Coming up on the show, a harrowing tale from one listener's school trip to Austria. The car of the hotel manager following us. Um, and, uh, and I just remember one of the teachers going, yeah, Dave's not stopping till we get to the German border. Hear the full story and lots more besides. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, well, the weekend has gone before us, so guilt has gone. Only regret remains. Tell me all about it in six words. Dave, absolutely. Sherry went to start the week. <laughs> they were the great weekends. No one's having weekends anymore where no, guilt has true. gone, only regret remains. Matt, I, was met that, I meant true. that in the most positive of ways. I, I'm envious of anyone who has regrets after the weekend right now. Um, good morning, by the way, Matt. Good morning, Emma. Good morning, Glenn. Morning. Good morning. Oh. Uh, so, Matt, let me start with you. How was the weekend? Any regrets? <laughs> <laughs> Filled with regret, as always. Uh, but in six words, wet weekend causes child sarcasm spike. Um, wow. That much over the weekend. And uh, the, the girls, uh, my eight and six-year-olds, are getting... Uh, increasingly annoyed with each other and just being stuck at home and uh, they're very becoming very sarcastic their latest phrase that, that of the moment which they say to pretty much everything is i oh, think so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Glaswegian accent <laughs> no yeah not meant to be Glaswegian it's more American I, I don't know it's some American kids TV show they've been watching I think so it's like uh, girls I think you need to tidy your room oh you think and then it's just oh you think it might be lunchtime it might be lunchtime are you hungry oh you think yeah, so at the moment you live, you live with two female Chandlers yeah, yeah. I, I, you think? Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly who I'm living with. The annoying thing is, there's no real response to that. That's the annoying thing about kids' phrases. I remember when I was like yes, seven I years old. Think. Yeah, like, yeah, I might try that. Yeah. When I was about yes, seven years old, think. the first time anyone ever did, I know you are, but what am I to me? I yeah. just my head went into yeah. a spiral. It was like oh, I'm stuck in this yeah. loop forever. Now. When will I leave? Am I going to be saying you? You are forever. <laughs> That's the kind of childhood trauma that causes someone to become a stand-up comedian, Glenn. But I'm sure 100%. Doesn't come that. from a good place, Dave. Doesn't come from a good place. <laughs> uh, right, so I want to know what you got up to at the weekend in just six words. Share them via my email, which is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's your Monday morning where I'm a nosy parker and I want to know what you got up to at the weekend. But can you tell me the whole story in just six words? Think of it as a kind of like weekend Sudoku. Just send it in to me at dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Andy says, try to sleep but have twins. And then in brackets, <laughs> he hopefully adds, better luck next weekend. <laughs> um, I'm adding the tears, but I can imagine yeah. they're there. Yeah, oh, good luck think? with that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross says, revisited LMA Manager 2003 on the Ooh. PlayStation 2. Well, Ross, of course, for individual training that has more effect, use LMA3RCVPUK as your manager name. Uh, using the number 7953 for faster players. Simply enter your manager name as LMA3AHHIFE. Uh, and of course, for extremely aggressive players, uh, use the manager name LMA3AFFAKH. A couple of hacks for you there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Incredible. 
Yeah, so for all your suddenly turned into Games Master all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> all your wonder. LMA 2003 facts. Come yeah. see me. Just I always wonder years. if like, long retired uh, footballers ever get letters from fans who are playing games where it's versions of them from like 10 years ago. Like, does like Darius Vassell get fan mail now saying, can I just say, you've really helped me out in Pro Evolution Soccer 2004. You have been amazing on my team. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't divulge so. this story, but as you brought him up and I didn't think that anyone would say the two words Darius Vassell any time every soon but um, a friend of mine dated him and um, he went out oh. to her house and um, she had a little brother he was like nine or something and uh, obviously Darius Vassell is you know an England international he played for Villa I think he played for mm. City as well didn't he and mm. uh, yeah. this little boy hopeful, hope in his eyes obviously he's going to go and uh, tell all his mates on Monday morning in the school playground that he had a kickabout with Darius Vassell and uh, he said like, oh you know would you come into the garden and have a kickabout and Darius went Nah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Always meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Anyway, I'm sure the is a very lovely man, but that's just a story that stuck with me from oh, about 17 years ago, actually. Um, enter Darius Vassell's uh, manager name as LMPH. All <laughs> uh, right, so uh, I want to know what you got up to the weekend, Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. What's your six-word weekend story? Morning glory, effectively the tale of your weekend in just six words. And I have to say that mine occurred on Friday, and it is hero-worshipping an octogenarian booze hound. Um, <laughs> so we had our... I spoke about this on Friday morning show. We had our roadside soiree, or a few to oh, yes. street party. Mm. But after yeah. my street had come out every Thursday for Clap for Carers, um, someone on a kind of group email had the idea of, like, on a Friday at 8pm, you know, that, that kind of time, why don't we all get together and have a drink? And on Friday I was saying... I was bemoaning those people who said, like, oh, can we move it? I've got a Zoom call. Um, mm. Anyway, there was a good turnout, and it was really nice to meet a lot of the neighbours. I know I've been here for a year, but which is enough time to kind of be waving and saying hello to the other person around mm. you, but not enough to have kind of met the road. So it was, it was great. But um, Sarah Jane and I, we, we wandered out down the, to the bottom of the path. We were early and um, we had the monitor uh, because obviously what was nice about this was Evie was asleep, but there was enough reach on the monitor signal that we could go out into the road. Oh, so I was pleased lovely. about that. Um, and uh, we were just, it, the street was empty and we felt like such losers because I was holding a bottle of Peroni and Sarah Jane had a glass of white wine and we just stood in the middle of the road drinking. <laughs> it's like lockdown is affecting everybody in different ways. <laughs> and then these, t these two older people came along the road with the cutest yet oldest dog I think I've ever seen in my life. It was a, it was a black sheep dog and she must have been 105 in both human and dog years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sinks up was, after a while, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, she was lovely. Um, anyway, uh, the guy looked up and he said, he said, are you part of the eight o'clock gang? And um, which was very sweet, a sweet opening to anything. We said, oh, yes, we are. And he went, great. And he had a record bag, right? <laughs> and he swung the record bag round. There was that lovely, satisfying sound of the Velcro ripping. Opened up, oh, yeah. reached in and just pulled out a bottle of red wine and put it on top of our wheelie bin, cracked it open, got a couple of glasses out and poured us a glass of wine. Oh. What an absolute legend. <laughs> what a legend. Hero worshipping an octogenarian booze hound. That <laughs> yeah, is my six-word weekend story. <laughs> also, because that could have been a real risk. If someone says you're part of the 8pm gang and you say, yeah, and they could have been right, we're going to take out Migsy at nine. Here's the guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have been a very different roadside <laughs> soiree, couldn't it, altogether? Who knows what it could have been. <laughs> Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Let me know what you got up to at the weekend in just six words. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It is one breakfast show, but with eight playlists. Why not download the free Absolute Radio app to enter into musical paradise? Now, Matt Dyson, it's time for you to socially arm us all. So, quite simply, what is going on out there? Well, not long ago, we heard about some uh, hippies from the UK got stuck on a beach in Panama after a festival. Uh, they were there, stuck there for like about a month, and that seemed like a really long time and a horrible ordeal at the time. Uh, they were stuck there because of a festival, then coronavirus hit, so they couldn't leave. Uh, their tale is nothing compared to a team of Samoan rugby players. You may have seen this over the weekend. Uh, they they set off on a for a game abroad 107 days ago, and they've still not <laughs> gone home what? <laughs> I mean I don't know if it was part of their plan or what but it's this like must a, have been what it was like playing matches 150 years ago yeah when you had to sail everywhere yeah, yeah. so they uh, they went on the 23rd of February uh, this rugby team from Samoa they went to Perth in Australia for a game and then while they were away on this two week trip uh, Samoa introduced a complete lockdown. No one, the borders were closed entirely. They weren't allowed to go home. And then they, by that time, they were in uh, Auckland in New Zealand. And they've been there for three months living in a church. 20 players sharing one room, oh one God. big room with less wow. than beds. They've just been stuck there. Hell of a rugby their... tour, that. I know. Oh, well, they're, I mean, they're certainly going to have bonded, aren't they? But um... I've spent some time with the rugby team in the past, and it's just absolute carnage. I can only imagine three months of that they're going to be exactly they're going to be a mess they're not going to be fit for purpose they will not be able to perform no, they're all going to retire no, they'll be disbanded. well I, yeah this is the thing though i think the samoans uh, are a bit more clean living than say some uh, british rugby players might be because they have uh, they've not actually they've not even been drinking at all uh, and Good what they've been it. doing every night for entertainment is playing bingo with each other. <laughs> in a church hall. Yeah, this is yeah, very church, church, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so it's not your traditional rugby boy behaviour, is it? Playing uh, bingo in a church, but then they've been cooking outside in uh, Samoan stone ovens and just having a very nice time, but they've been stuck I feel, there. I feel for bad for judging months. them as like putting them down as rugby yeah. lads. That was unfair of <laughs> yeah. me, actually, and I don't like to be that person, and I have been. So good for Sue's bingo. No, it's okay. Now we, now we just want to judge them for being complete losers. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on, sort it out. And what better way to start the week than with a cellist using her time in lockdown to recreate a classic kids' TV theme. Amazing work by a cellist from London uh, called Samara Ginsberg, who's been doing a lot of videos during lockdown. Uh, she describes herself on Twitter as cellist, writer, arranger, orchestrator, Sibelius Wiz, Persian cat owner, and Ravenclaw. Uh, she basically uh, makes videos where she plays eight different parts all on her cello, and then she sticks them all together to create her own band and this is the kids tv theme that she's recreated Are you playing? Yeah. I'm trying to. It might be before your time. I don't know what it is. Is it a cartoon? Yeah. Yes. It's a classic kind of kids' cartoon from the 80s. 
sounds so beautiful, doesn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? It's haunting. Eighties <laughs> uh, cartoon. Okay, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Okay, let, let, me give, let me give you a clue. Yeah? Oh, I think he's said it. I think you've already said it. Oh. Is it? Is it Thundercats? <laughs> yes! Yes! I was uh... going to say Stormy Felines. That was going to be my clue. <laughs> <laughs> Stormy Felines. That's a good, that's like a cryptic crossword. Great. Oh, it's so good. I mean, is it... Is it too out of date to ask for something to be my ringtone? I really want the ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing, though. Excellent work. And uh, keeping the artist alive on the social ammo desk. You'll be talking about it later, and we've saved your data. It's your Monday morning, and as always, my inbox remained open to you across the weekend. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. If something happens in your world and you want to share it with the UK, then that's the place to send it, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And that's exactly what Claire in Plymouth has done. And she says, Dear Dave, firstly, thank you for letting me get in touch and for opening your inbox for me. No problem, Claire. During the lockdown, I have been woken up every morning at 4am with the birds singing very loudly. I'm not a morning person and I have shouted at them every day, which only seemed to make them louder. And so the other morning I thought, if you can't beat them, join them. (laughs) (laughs) Let me read on a bit now. (laughs) Now, every morning at 4.30am, I sit in the garden talking to them. I tell the big birds off when they scare the little birds. I give them food and mealworms. I sing to them. I sing to them, feed the birds from Mary Poppins. Oh, tuppence a bag. Yeah, Yeah. tune. I've even made a new best friend, Roy the Robin, who sits right by me. He gets an extra special treat, does Roy. Worms from under the pot, hand-picked by me. Claire says, what have I become? (laughs) The kids are calling me the bird lady. What will they do when I go back to work? Anyhow, thanks for reading this out. Yours, Claire from Plymouth. I mean, that is unusual behaviour in the lockdown period, I must say. Yeah, um, I mean, well, she's singing to the birds, but I, I, this might be a really stupid thing to say, but I, I'm not sure birds have ears. <laughs> Surely they must have ears. They, they must have ears. They hear the other. Have you ever seen them? They hear. They communicate through song, don't they? And they hear each other. Yeah, and I think that's respond. one of their key things, along yeah. with flight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's their USP. Yeah, yeah. It makes them stand out from the crowd. I think we can all learn from this bird lady. To be fair, instead of hating on something, just embrace it and become part of it, and your life will be better. Yeah, I mean, I've started sucking um, pollen out of our flowers because I've seen the bees do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't beat them. Great Enjoy move. Them. Yeah, if you can't beat your hay fever, give yourself more hay fever. <laughs> yeah, stick, your, stick your face in the lavender plant. Come on. Um, but it's true, though. I think that what, what Claire stumbled on here is I think lockdown, certainly speaking for myself, has made me feel a little closer to nature because, you know, I'm very fortunate to have, it's a small one, but I've got an outdoor space. I've got a garden. And like watching the, the bees come and feed and listen to the birds and stuff has been a kind of a rare pleasure. A nice little point of difference in the monotonous lockdown days as we reach day number 78. So I, mean, I wouldn't go and sit out with them, Claire, and, you know, get them special worms from under the pots. But it's, not, it's nice what you're doing. It's nice what mm. you're doing. I'm not going to uh, hang out of a wasp anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I say, you can get in touch about anything you like. I think Claire's letter goes to prove that. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where we just received a correspondence 
correspondence from listener Claire. She dropped an email into Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk about singing along with the birds, based on the assumption, if you can't beat them, join them. Uh, Glenn said, birds don't have ears. I said, surely they must do. And, uh, well, Heather, an ornithologist from Claygate, has got in touch. And she says, Dave and the team love the show. Birds do have ears, but not in the conventional sense, like humans. They are equipped with an outer ear, middle ear and inner ear, but they differ from humans and mammals in general in they don't have an outer ear structure. So there we go, Glenn. They do have ears, yeah. but not an outer ear structure. Right. I feel ashamed for having spoken <laughs> out without <laughs> the you bad-mouthing birds, yeah. Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to Heather for getting in touch. Right, coming up in the next hour, it's a brand new week and it's a brand new round of Five Words, Five Grand with Wix. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's your Monday and you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It is lovely having you on board. Now, don't tame your magnificent mind. No, let it run wild and send me tales of your school trips. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. And this has come about for a couple of reasons. Uh, Kids are starting to go back to school, but I think we're probably a long way off from a school trip and it's a rites of passage. It's kind of for many young people, it's like their first big adventure. And um, I was talking to Sarah Jane about this and she said that she went to a cotton spinning mill in the Lake District where she lived, right? (laughs) And, um, oh no, she doesn't live in the Lake District, does she? (laughs) She lives in the Peak District. Must remember where wife live <laughs> district right because there, there's some tough wars going on there yeah yeah it's, the reason Big is because between those two i went to the lake district on a school trip i went to braithwaite and had a lovely time and um one of the things i remember about it is that not only did we create a horror movie called attack of the vampire sheep um but also and it was because it was who's 50 last friday when we gave away fifty thousand pounds one of them was wigfield and i remember that this was 1993 one of the things we were all determined to do in one of the most beautiful parts of the world wasn't look out in awe at the scenery it was to learn the dance routine to saturday night <laughs> that was how we spent our time that would serve you well for the rest of your life to be fair yeah. it's a good <laughs> skill to learn um meanwhile a few hundred miles away in the peak district where my wife is from uh, she went to the cotton spinning mill and uh. she remembers it vividly because a friend of hers she told me this by the name of christine um got caught short on the school coach and did a wee into a Pringle pot. (laughs) (laughs) And then handed it to Sarah Jane, who had to hold it as they got off the coach because Christine apparently was quite hard and Sarah Jane said she was scared of her. Uh, So she held it for her. She said the Pringle pot was warm, which is a detail I really didn't want added in. Um, And I said, why were you scared of her? (laughs) She said that inside the flap of Christine's school bag, she had a sticker that said, you're pathetic. And I like that in a person. And Sarah Jane was convinced it was about her. <laughs> that was enough to get her to carry a vessel of a stranger's urine off a high school coach. Um, so from the cotton spinning mill of the Peak District, Dyson, now come on, you must have a whole load oh, of brilliant I mean, places yeah. you visited whilst at school. I think I've been to that cotton spinning mill. It's one of the dullest trips you can go on on a school trip. But yeah, we went everywhere at school. We went, well, the secondary school I went to, we were banned from Ironbridge Gorge because I think because of shoplifting. They were quite rowdy and we weren't allowed back. It was horrible, but it was like a badge of honour at the time. Uh, PGL in Wales, youth hosteling in the Peak District. Uh, we went camping near Blue John Cavern in Derbyshire. Yes. Sarah Jane might have 
I've done that as well. It's amazing. But the only reason I remember that trip is because uh, Mr. Graham was changing the chemical toilets and he spilled one. And oh. there was like there was like stuff from Blue John Cavern all over. It was just a, such a grim image of all the blue chemical liquid and the contents all over the car park. It was horrible. Oh, well, I hope everyone's enjoying their breakfast whilst this is the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's interesting because spilling over a toilet is a, uh, that's now a blue John. <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. God, it is. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Emma Jones, your school trip memories. Where did you visit? I, I think my school was a bit budget because I went to school near South End on Sea and I remember just going to the beach quite a lot, like just, just going <laughs> to amazing. the seafront. Yeah. One of my favourite ones was going to the Asda Bakery. And uh, <laughs> that, that sounds rubbish, but we learned how they put the jam inside a jam donut and I've never forgotten it. Wow. Oh, that's good. Are you Sounds sure like it wasn't just like trip. Mr. Johnston fancied a croissant? And he said, yeah, Emma, could <laughs> yeah. on a school trip for me to the Asda Bakery and, and while you're there. Um, Glenn, what about you? Oh, so many, so many rubbish school trips. Uh, Taliban, uh, Iron Bridge, just like with Matt. Um, uh, the yeah, Isle of yeah. Wight, we went to Black Gang Chine, which um, provided Ooh. the answer to a question, what if a theme park had no rides? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the worst school but trip ever had... still charge you 40 quid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst we ever had was uh, we had a school trip that was officially called a walk around the block. And our parents got certain letters saying, like, do you have permission for us to take a kid on a school trip on a walk around the block of the school? And that's all we did. And we had to just pick up leaves, yeah. I think. That, that, that yeah. Oh, they still do oh, that litter now. picking, yeah. yeah. Bess has done that recently. Yeah, you just go for a walk. That's the worst school trip ever. <laughs> yeah. See, kids, now, whilst I know a lot of the stories from Uncle Dave, Matt, Auntie Emma and Uncle Glenn seem like they're about chemical toilets <laughs> and picking up rubbish, you're missing out on the school trip and I can't wait for them to return to your lives. The rest of you, well, share your stories. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where we're reflecting on your school trip memories. It's Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And Nigel's got in touch saying, Dave, it's not extraordinary, but it's a vivid memory. Oh, Nigel, that's the kind of stuff we're after. That's a good start to your text. He says, my mate Dave eating a jar of pickled onions with his sandwiches in the back of the minibus, then drinking the rest of the vinegar to wash it down. <laughs> You see how that would live long in the memory. Michael says, my mate Peter Dulce found a turtle and for some reason the adults let him pick it up. As he was looking at the turtle's face, it reached out and grabbed hold of his lip with one big bite. Man, there was blood everywhere. That's from Michael. So, as I say, kids, you'll get back to school trips soon enough. I think you can't wait, can you? Uh, Keep them coming, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we're exchanging memories of school trips. And joining us right now on line one is Maria. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Dave. Lovely having you on the show. How are you doing? How's your lockdown been as we uh, are at day 78? Uh, yeah, it's been okay. I've got uh, six-year-old twins who are actually six today. Oh, well, happy oh. birthday to them. What, what kind have you got? What are they called? What uh, I've got a little boy called Frankie, a little girl called Rose. Yeah, they're not monkey, monkey, oh. same, same. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely. You've completed the set. Brilliant. Oh, that's really nice. Well, happy birthday to the family. That's great. So have you been doing a little bit of homeschooling, Maria? I've been trying. 
Okay, yeah, I think that's the best any of us can hope for, Maria. Yeah, I think I'm a bit of a rubbish teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But obviously when they do get to go back to school, and this is the reason we started talking about this this morning, they've got school trips to look forward to. And these are really big adventures that us young folk get to go on at such a kind of tender age and memories that can last a lifetime. So it's very exciting. And your school trip memory is, well, it's filmic. It's almost like the kind of thing that Steve McQueen being that he'd watch on an Easter weekend. It's the kind of thing that Leonardo DiCaprio buys the movie rights to. Um, so, Maria, this happened in 1993, and yep. it takes place in Austria. Yep. What happened that fateful trip, Maria? Okay, so we were about five days into a seven-day skiing trip, and we came back from our, our skiing one day and we were told we had half an hour to get all of our stuff out of our rooms and we all had to meet downstairs in the hotel, and I use that word loosely, canteen. (laughs) And and, uh, when we all gathered, it turned out that the holiday company that organised all these school trips um, had gone bankrupt while we were there and hadn't paid the bills at the hotel. And so the hotel had confiscated all the teachers' passports and had blocked in our coach with the manager's car and the chef's car and all the staff from the hotel had blocked the coach in. Um, And we were left sitting around in the canteen for quite a few hours um, while they were trying to sort it all out. Um, during which time, obviously, we were perfectly behaved and we didn't do anything silly like hide oh, all the forks or course, swap no. all the sort of sugar around <laughs> or turn the jukebox How up How old were you all at this, this point, Maria? Well, I would have been just 16. Um, OK, yeah, OK. So teenagers are just going to be fine. They're going to sit patiently. They understand these things. Of course, you know, it's fine. of course. We are almost responsible adults. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so after quite a bit of sitting around and getting quite bored and and trying to find ways to pass the time, um, we were eventually told to hurry up and get on the coach, basically. Um, Was it almost like, was Mr Johnson, head of geography, going, move, move, go, go? (laughs) Pretty much, that's pretty much how I remember it. You know how teachers always very carefully do those head counts before you get on the coach? This one was just like, just go, 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 go. (laughs) One girl Um, called Jackie still lives in Austria to this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she never made it home, lover. I think she married a very nice chap. <laughs> a strapping so, six-foot ski instructor. Lovely. Well exactly. done, Jackie. Bravo. Yeah, yeah, she did well for herself. She did well for herself. Um, so, yeah, so then once we got onto the, the coach, we, we sort of pulled out the car park, and um, by this time it was, it was getting quite dark. It was sort of probably about, about 6 o'clock, I think, in the evening. And um, we've... Uh, as, as we've looked behind us, there's, we can see the, the car of the hotel manager following us. Um, and, uh, and I just remember one of the teachers going, yeah, Dave's not stopping till we get to the German border. <laughs> wow, and, and what a thing to hear on a school trip, don't <laughs> yeah. stop till we get to the German border. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite mad. I've, got, I've actually got a memory of one of the teachers sort of hanging onto the back of the seats as they pulled out, the co- out of the car park um, and just sort of still trying to make sure everyone was on the coach and that we had everything. And yeah, it was, wow. yeah. I mean, as a 16 year old, to be honest, I don't remember being massively concerned. Um, I put a no, phone call. No, you're just too blasé. That's just you being a teenager. It's <laughs> yeah. like whatever. You're just chewing your gum. It's pretty like, much. Uh, yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was basically. It was more worried about who you got to sit next to on the coach. You know, it just wasn't really <laughs> sort of this massive concern about getting home. And then 
when we sort of um, we, when we got to the German border, we saw these sort of tail lights kind of peel off. So clearly, they'd decided at that point that they'd got rid of us for good. Um, and poor old uh, Dave, the coach driver, pulled into um, some German services. And yeah, my my uh, my only memory of, of a souvenir from that trip was a big bar of milk and chocolate from the German service station on the way home. Wow. So. And then, of course, there was the bit where the coach went off the cliff and all the gold slid to the back of Michael Cannon's Yeah, I knew I was forgetting something vital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Major bit at the end. Uh, Maria, it's been a real joy having you on the show. A brilliant story told Thank so, you so well much. for the listeners. So thank you and do wish a happy birthday to the twins and thanks for tuning in and we'll speak to you real soon. Thanks ever so much. Great talking to you guys. Take care. Lots of love. Cheers, Maria. Cheers. Bye. Bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio with Wix. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where it is time for five words, five grand with Wix. Yes, it is radio's easiest game to play, the hardest one to win, but that means nothing to Gary on line one. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Dave. You don't care the tagline says easiest to play, hardest to win. You're going to give it your best, aren't you, Gary? I hope so. I hope so, Dave. Okay, which member of the team do you think is best equipped to help you win that £5,000? Matt Dyson, I would say. Matt Dyson, and may I ask why? Uh, I just seem to match more of his answers when I'm listening every yeah. week, though. A fellow fan of conference pairs, I hear you. I, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the listeners have stopped insulting you as the reason why they choose you, Matt. Like, that's amazing, isn't it? I used to love that bit, and they're now being so measured in their answers. So, okay, Gary, so you'd like Matt Dyson. Well, of course, only the player generator can tell you who you've got, so let's give it a spin. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Free choice. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore. Gary, you've got Glenn Moore tonight. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. That'll do. It'll do. Uh, It's like the end of the nightclub, isn't it? It's 2 a.m., the lights are about to go on. Oh, it'll do. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Glenn, if you could uh, go and make yourself a cup of purple tea or something, that'd be great. Give Gary and I five minutes alone. Because, Gary, I'm going to give you five words. You need to say the first word that comes Mm -hmm. to mind. We'll give Glenn the same five words. If they all match, you get any five grand. So, good luck. Thank you. The first word this morning is paddling. Pull. Yes, that's the one. That is definitely the one. I couldn't think of one when I first saw the words, but that is the one. Uh, Yeah, I think there's only one, is there? Yeah. Um, Okay. The next word is weight, but it's W-E-I-G-H-T, weight. Lost. Paper. Clip. Shop. Oh, window. And finally, love. Hate. Mm. Good answers. Yes, very nicely handled, Gary. Well done. Stay. How are you feeling? (laughs) (laughs) And breathe. And breathe, Gary, yeah. Um, You stay right there. We're going to get Glenn Moore back next. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. 
It's your Monday morning. We're playing five words, five grand with Wix. Gary has given us his five answers. If you're just joining us, uh, Gary has been matched with Glenn, thanks to the random play generator. He wanted Matt Dyson. Um, and Matt brought up one of his answers from last week, which is conference pair, which had Glenn and I baffled, quite frankly. But Gary, you've just divulged to us um, off air that the reason you wanted Matt is because fruit and veg is your game. Yes, and oh, I have uh, been in the industry for 25 years now. Wow. So... so- is the conference pair as common as Matt is trying to persuade us that it is? Yes, very much so, yes. Oh, Matt, the most it, popular one. Yeah, is it the Granny Dave. Smith of the pair world? <laughs> yes, it is. It, it really is. is. Yeah. Dave, the, the fruit industry must hate us for our, 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 our ignorant comments <laughs> yeah, last yeah. week. <laughs> Why won't you understand us? <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. Gary, uh. as we've got a spokesperson for the fruit and veg industry on the air right now, 25 years in the business, would you please accept an apology from Glenn and I about our lack of pear knowledge? Yep, that's understandable. I mean, so, Matt can, uh, you know, come along and start an apprenticeship if he feels great. Nice one. <laughs> Up to it. Nice one, yeah. Sort of, I think we've got a new air. story arc, Matt. <laughs> 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 OK, so let's get down to business, shall we? Glenn, uh, we got Gary's five answers. Um, very good, too. Uh, Matt actually made a comment that he has followed the method, so... Uh, great. Hopefully you guys can win £5,000. The first word this morning, Glenn, was paddling. Paul. Yes. 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 yes, that is the one. I had a blank for that. Yeah, that's the only answer, the ne- really, isn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. it is, yeah, mm. so that's good. Uh, the next word is weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. Uh, weight loss. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. Come on, man. Okay. I'd say they were the tricky ones out Yeah, I would have gone for that. Yeah. Okay, all right. It is the hardest game to win. Oh. And the next one has, unfortunately, multiple answers, I would say. Okay. And the word is paper. Clip. Yes. 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 Wow. All right. Glenn, please try and win the five grand for Gary so that we can walk freely amongst the fruit and veg world again. <laughs> 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 Without sly side eyes every corner I turn. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Shop. Keeper. Window. Oh. Sorry, Gary. Oh. Was it shop mango or something about fruit? We have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garrett, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What was it? What was it? Instead? Shop window. window. Shop window. Shop window. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, there's multiple answers Good for that. Answers. No one's in the world there. What have you got for love? Hate. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 no. oh, oh, Glenn. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Oh, oh mate. That's okay, mate. I'm, I'm <laughs> Four out of five. You can forgive Glenn for the conference pair. Yeah. No, you can never, ever forgive him for that. And that's fair enough. <laughs> I'll take four out of five. Great. Okay. Answer. But also yeah. continue to harbour the hatred. I, it's so understandable. Um, four out of five is a very respectable score. Of course, you're just one away from winning the money. It's been lovely getting to know you, Gary. Send our love to the family. Thanks for tuning into the show. And we'll speak to you real soon. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Gary. Lots of love, my man. So uh, there we go. Very close, but not close enough, which means we'll be playing again tomorrow morning. If you'd like in on the action, it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. Gary and Glenn were very close with four out of five words just now and five words, five grand, but we will be playing again tomorrow. If you would like to play, email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We began this hour of radio by asking for your school trip memories 
And Amber got in touch saying, Dave, on the French exchange, our teacher gave us a big old lecture about pickpockets in Paris, only to be pickpocketed himself whilst giving the speech. <laughs> no way. Yeah, apparently he Amazing. finished and he looked down to get his wallet out to, to, you know, to get the Metro card out or whatever, and it was gone during oh, the speech. Wow. Unbelievable. We did an, an exchange trip to uh, San Francisco. It was um, something that I was talking about on, on air and, and I picked a, a Beatles record to play after it recently. And um, we had an American teacher at our school. And so the head thought it'd be a really good idea to gather with the kids that were going on this trip to America and have him tell us about how America is different to the UK. And I was 15 at the time, and my standout memory is him suddenly saying, now, here in the UK, you've eradicated rabies in darks, but in America, it still exists. So if you get caught <laughs> by a dark, it's scrounging. I'm like, mum, I don't want to go to San Francisco anymore. It sounds really, what a thing to tell a bunch of 15-year-olds. So that's the only thing you'd yeah. know about America then. That's the yeah. only thing you'd think yeah. about the whole time you were there. Was that even true in the yeah. uh, mid yeah. to late like, 80s? Right? It was in, not in the 80s, Matt. How dare you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the late 90s. No, it was in the 90s. Rabbit dogs roamed the streets of San Francisco. Did they? It was, it was sure almost they the way he was painting it. It was going to be like Planet of the Apes, where there's like a half Golden yeah. Gate Bridge and just a load of dogs all snarling. I know there is a lot of stray dogs there because of the film Homeward Bound, Lost in San Francisco, but I don't know whether they've got rabies. <laughs> well, yeah, all of those dogs you thought were cute, get away, stay away from them. They're rabid, according to uh, Mr. Taylor, uh, the exchange teacher. Thanks a lot, Mr. Taylor. Uh, right. Coming up next, I'm going to peek inside your relationship Rolodex. Get them into me, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Um, if you were listening about 15 minutes ago, you would have heard me talking about a scaremongering teacher by the name of Mr. Taylor, who whilst uh, we were about to embark on the biggest adventure of our young lives, which is an exchange trip to San Francisco, which still to this day baffles me how my small comprehensive school in South London managed to organise that, but I am eternally grateful. Um, he's talked about how rabies had been eradicated in the UK, but not in San Francisco or the United States. So if we got cornered by a snarling dog, to be afraid, be very afraid done some research and this is in a way an apology uh, to our American friends um, there's not been a case of rabies in San Francisco since 1987 so <laughs> that means that Mr Taylor was just literally doing it to he's just anyway, winding you up yeah just just winding me up that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> now it is your Monday morning which means I get super nosy and I peek into your relationship Rolodex what's going on in the lockdown relationship you feel a whole lot better when you share it Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk Emma Jones, let me start with you this morning. Are we, are we good? Is Stefan off the hook for a week or? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Look, I don't want to go in too hard because it was his birthday yesterday. So oh, happy birthday, Stefan. Trying to be nice to him. But as we enter, I think it's our 12th week of lockdown. There are many things that are starting to get on my nerves. And uh, this week I'm going to go S for sync. So one of Stefan's only jobs really in the house is to do the washing up. I normally cook and he does the washing up, which is fair enough. But he leaves, which is just such a huge bugbear of mine, leaves food clogged in the sink so that the water doesn't go down the plug. And then, and then basically I feel like I end up doing both jobs because I have to come in the next day and do, do the, the worst job, which is picking the wet 
soggy food out of yeah. the plug oh, hole so that the sink the will drain. Oh, oh, and cereal oh, and oh, rice. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, cat food is the worst. Oh, and you oh, savage. Dear. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you know, if you've only got one job, just do it properly. That's all I'd say. Well, you're right. Have you yeah. got one of those yeah. like little metal guard things that poke down into the plug hole? I found they're quite helpful for that. Good tip. Yeah, but you still you even have to pick it out of that. It's you like a, it the second <laughs> defence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, it's just oh, well, it's just the pond water in it, the water that's been stagnant. Oh god, night. it's oh, just, just disgusting. Oh. And two words no one wants to say out loud, but I feel they're coming your way, Emma, are thick bleach. You know, you just don't need that in your life, but you're gonna have to start putting Ooh. it down the plug hole oh. soon, aren't yeah. you? You yeah. have to have unclogging. Slippery slope, um, isn't it? Awful. Matt Dyson, we started with S for Sync. What about you? Which what are we pulling out mm. this week? Anyway, happy birthday, Stefan. Uh, but uh, <laughs> mine is uh, mine is uh, T for Ted. Uh, our one-year-old, one and a half. He's nearly one and a half. Ted is, but he's uh, causing a rift in our relationship because he's still refusing to say Mama. He says Dada like all the time, left, right, and centre. I can get him to say it at the drop of a hat. He, he does it. He almost does it in an over-the-top way just to wind Katie up. He's like running around asking, and, and he, but he refuses still to say Mama. He never says wow. Mama. He's got to be at his wits' end, like at two o'clock in the morning, crying over his nappy chains, and that's the only time we'll ever go, Mama. And that's the time Katie doesn't want him to ask for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The worst yeah. time. The worst time. But she, he just refuses to do it. Does he say any um, other words as well? He says, he says Katie and he says Matt's wife, but he doesn't, he just can't get that specific Mrs. Word. Dyson. Exactly. He refuses to say mama. I think he thinks we're patronising him a little bit, but uh, he refuses to say it. And and Katie is now taking like taking umbrage against me because I'm doing so well in the na- um, in the name saying stakes like that she's almost blaming me just because Ted is t- reveling in this not saying her name and it's it's genuinely causing a rift in our relationship. We we had the other the other day um, I'd say the other day it could have been a month ago I have no idea but Sarah Jane um, <laughs> I picked up Evie and she like needed something and I gave her like a cuddle and she came to me and Sarah Jane was like oh yeah that's right go to the good guy. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't done anything. Uh, Oh, yeah. Just because I put her under a strict regime early on to say dada, you know, we had an hour of dada training every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can say that to me, thank you. Um, okay, that's what we're after. Your relationship Rolodex. Let me peek inside. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning, where as always, I like to dig deep into the relationship Rolodex. Tell me what's going on. You'll feel a whole lot better about it. And on line one, we have Louise. Good morning, Louise. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good. Thanks for asking. How are you today? Not bad for a Monday. Yeah, okay. So, um, well, I'm pleased to hear that. And when it comes to your relationship Rolodex, we're digging deep. We're not just digging deep with your current relationship. We're going into ex-husband territory here, Lou. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And the letter on the card we're pulling out is R for reading. Yes. Um, Tell everybody what your now ex-husband said to you. Um, He told me that I was the slowest reader in the world whilst we were picking our wedding vows. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, are you going from this day forward for better, for worse, or what was going on? No, what, what was going on? I know now it rings alarm bells, but at the time I just thought, wow, that's quite rude, but you know. That is really rude. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a red flag, but you know, look but the you other way. But you went through with it. 
I know, I know. So what were your vows? Are they kind of traditional ones or did you end up writing your own? <laughs> I know I should have put in there, should I something about for better, for worse, and when I read very slowly, but I didn't, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Right, okay, so are you still in contact with him? Will he hear this? Does he know that he upset you greatly? Uh, he knew he, up he upset me, but he has left the country. Uh, Rumours that he's <laughs> under my quick cart pond are completely unsubstantial. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very suspicious. <laughs> Purely because I don't want to be implemented in this, Lou, I'm going to let you go, okay? <laughs> Thank um, you very much. Lovely having you on the show, Louise. Lots of love to you. Speak to you real soon. Bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where once again we are peeking into the relationship Rolodex and Mark's got in touch saying, and this is a nice one, he has an entry for his own wife's Rolodex against himself. Oh, Mark, you fool thinking so-and-so. He says, Dave, I've never been allowed to forget it. She also never lets me forget the time I bought her a gravy boat for Valentine's Day as part <laughs> of a much bigger spread that involved a large home-cooked feast. Somehow she only remembers the gravy boat part, says Mark. Um, <laughs> so that's G for gravy boat. Uh, and it's also G for Glenn. Glenn, have, can we peek into your relationship Rolodex this week? Is that okay? You absolutely can, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm mildly in trouble. Um, and it's only because we, we um, for the last two team challenges in a row, um, I've made use of my bath, both with the replicating the Nevermind um, album cover um, and also with um, attempting to make toast sexy. Uh, and on the first occasion, I used an entire bottle of my girlfriend's Radox to make the water blue for the Nevermind album cover. And when I showed my girlfriend my handiwork for the make toast sexy, she went, how did you get the bath so frothy? And I was like, I used an entire bottle of your bubble bath. And I, I didn't ask to do either of these things and now I need to replace them next time we go shopping and for that I would like to do A for apology oh. okay that's you do own an apology how many more bottles of Radox are going to have to die in order for you to win a team challenge Glenn that's the question you've got to ask yeah it, it depends what the, if the next team challenge is get as frothy as you can then oh boy it's the same in my house but with beans honestly I'm getting through so many yeah. doing these yeah, challenges <laughs> uh, there we go that's the relationship Rolodex and you know continue to send them we love it it's Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio it's your Monday morning you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where a while back, a dear listener of ours by the name of Mr. Peter Newell got in touch to tell us that he had started lockdown by going to the very beginning of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show daily podcast. He started on show one and he's been making his way through the entire series. So that's kind of two years worth. Firstly, thank you, Peter, for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. But not only is Peter the ideal podcast listener, but he's gone a step further. As Peter works his way through many of the episodes, he's been drawing up a quiz. All the questions are based on things that have happened on this very show. So not only has Peter been the ideal podcast listener, but he's about to become the ideal quiz master. As we say, good morning, Peter Newell. Morning, breakfast team. You all okay? Hello. We're all yes. very yes. good. Thanks, yes. Peter. And how are you today? I'm just trying to make the best of the situation that we're in. Now, you have carefully selected five questions for us, four related to each member of the team and one general knowledge question. If you're listening at home, at work or in your car and you think you know us and the show better than Peter, then please do play along and let us know how you fare. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. 
Okay, Peter, it's over to you. On with the quiz. Okay, question number one. Which BBC weatherman does Dave want to paint like one of his French girls? I think I know. Oh, is it? I think I know. I think I know. Thomas Schaffner. Yeah, it has to be. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. You know, the thing I remember about that was because he's a very talented uh, meteorologist and artist, is Thomas Schaffernacker. Yes, that's and, right. um, So we were talking about him on the show, and then I DM'd him saying what would be a really nice story uh, for, the, for the show would be if you did a portrait of me. And his reply was, they take quite a long time, and we never spoke to Thomas again. <laughs> um, but sleep well tonight, my angel. Okay, so that's good. So we've got one right about our own show. That's good. What's next, Pete? Yeah. What did Matt say you must take to work to impress your colleagues? Ooh. A flown bundle. <laughs> it's going to be fruit-based, isn't it? I don't know. I've got no idea what this is. Is it fruit-based, Peter? It's the core of what Matt does. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, it's not an does. apple core, is it? Is it? Matt almost had it. It's oh. not an apple core, it's an apple. An apple? Oh, you must really? take an apple to work to impress your <laughs> colleagues. Oh, what? Well, but by eating the whole thing, core and all, is that how you impress oh, them? Oh, yeah. Yes, right. Core, yes. apple, pips, everything. Yeah, yeah. What, we have, we're fruit obsessed on this show. <laughs> you, are, you are, Matt. You are. I am. I don't know what's going on. You know, you know, you know sometimes after a heavy night out, someone tells you what you did the previous night. It's really <laughs> weird to hear what you did at six in the morning. Yeah. Two <laughs> years I never ago. remember any of this stuff. I said to Thomas Shakanava, I want to paint you like one of my French girls. <laughs> so what a night that was. Wow. So who's up next, Peter? So, how many weddings did Emma plan to attend in 2018? Uh, how many weddings ooh, did Emma plan to attend in 2018? Twelve. Oh, it was a lot, was it? It's double figures. I'm going to go was ten. Oh, man. I think it was nine or ten. I'm going to say nine. Ten. Ten. Oh. Wow. Including mine. Did you attend them all, Emma? There was, hurt, one, there was one I couldn't go to. There was one clash. Your own, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so who's next then, Peter? So, what role did Glenn audition for in Jurassic World? What role did Glenn audition oh. for? In Jurassic Am I allowed to answer this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you should no, not yet. Answer. Not yet, Glenn. Let oh. me think. I'm going. I'm going into my mind. Uh, Here we go. Um, oh, it's empty. Uh, totally empty. Okay. Um, well, the little boy. It was a little um, boy, I presume. Little, little boy. No, it was. Um, no, it was dry, someone. It was Jurassic World. Oh, sorry. It was oh, selling, yes, it was selling right. something, wasn't it? And you did. Um, Oh, uh, was it? Was it cakes or something? Uh, no, it was not. Think. Think. Uh, think. Drinks. Oh, it was a, a, you were a barista. Co- it was coffee. a barista. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, a, yeah. Role, a role that didn't even then end up in the film for whoever yes. did then get the part. Uh, <laughs> I remember that now. Um, okay. And Peter, uh, I believe the final question is general knowledge. That's correct. And what brand of crisps did the team leave open for a week to add texture? Oh, were they what, what, what's it? Oh, Quavers. 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 Yes. Quavers. What were you talking about? Was I off that week? Was that a Ben Burrell week? (laughs) No, I'm sure you were here. A listener said that they did it to improve the texture and flavour. Yeah, I do remember. Oh, yes. They were were manky, weren't they? That was the word I'd But they're already so soft and spongy. It didn't really make much difference, I don't think. 
Um, Peter, it has been so lovely having you on the show and we're so pleased that you're enjoying the show and you're consuming our podcast at an ungodly rate. Thank you for being a brilliant quiz master and we'll speak to you real soon. We'd love to have you back on, Pete. So, you know, continue to listen. And if you think there's some good questions in there that would, would make um, for a good quiz on the air, get in touch and we'll, we'd love to have you back on. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where after the Peter Newell Breakfast Show quiz, well, the quizzes keep on coming because, team, it's time for a game of Beat the Intro. And once again, we are representing our decade stations with popular TV shows from that period in history. We are one breakfast show with eight playlists. The best way to download, uh, the best way to listen to all of our decade stations is to download the free Absolute Radio app. So your names are your buzzers, just like with the Pizza Newell Breakfast Show Quiz. I hope you're playing along wherever you are. And representing the fine work of Absolute Radio 60s is this. Dyson. Dyson. Oh, my God. Batman. Yes. Yes. That's incredible. That was so quick. (laughs) The original 60s version. Adam West as Batman. Amazing. And Dick Ward as Robin. Oh, very good. There you go. Representing... Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. What a Catwoman she was. Original. Okay, (laughs) representing Absolute... What? Absolute... (laughs) Representing Absolute Radio... Oh, hang on, Jake's broken down again. Um, (laughs) Representing Absolute Radio 70s is this. Oh, um, oh, I know this. Uh, Dyson. Dyson. Some mothers do have them. I think I'm at an unfair advantage here because... Yeah, uh, to be fair, this is really old. 30 years before I was We're going through the decades. Um, Yes, some mothers do have them. Give us a famous quote from Frank Spencer, Matt. Uh, Betty, the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) One more time with feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we move into a a territory that hopefully all of you can play along with as we head to absolute 80s and this... Dyson. Glenn. Dyson. Hello, Dyson. hello. Yes. Good morning. <laughs> okay, you don't have to do a quote for all of them. <laughs> um, yes, I'm happy I just managed to buzz in. That's it. That's, it. that's <laughs> yeah. as far as I'm happy to go. Oh okay. God, On Absolute Radio 90s, we're representing all of the great tunes from that decade with this TV theme. Emma. Glenn. Dyson. Oh. Emma. X-Files. It is the X-Files. You got yourself a point. Well done. Do you want to give us a famous quote from Mulder or Scully? Oh, um, no. They didn't have a catch. Yeah, that's a famous line. (laughs) I don't believe in aliens. Uh, Okay. Representing Absolute Radio Noughties is this. Oh, Dyson? Dyson. Is it Rastamouse? No, it's not Rastamouse. Oh, good job. Okay, I'll I'll take a chance. Glenn, is it Benadorm? It is not Benadorm. Emma, the other two are frozen out. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. As soon as you hear it again, you'll get it. Here we go. No, I don't know. Is it, well, is it anything to do with the Caribbean? No. Yeah. The answer is QI. That is the theme tune. Oh, oh. There, guys. Sam. Okay. Representing Absolute Radio 10s is this. 
What's this? <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen this program, unfortunately. What the? It's Annettas. It's from Netflix. Oh, it's Annettas. <laughs> oh. Emma. Emma. Is it Making a Murderer? No, it is not. But I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. <sighs> okay. <sighs> so many people are screaming um, at their radios yeah. right now. I don't keep hearing it. Is it Better Call Saul? It is not Better Call Saul. Matt Dyson? Um, we've had Tiger King recently, haven't we? Yeah, That's we not have. I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Okay, I'm going to give you a massive clue. First person to say it out loud gets the point. It's a program about the royal family. Glenn. Crown. Glenn. Oh, the crown. <laughs> the crown, right. Worst <laughs> my headphones then. Yeah, we'll give you the point. We'll give right. you a point there, Emma. Um, Never watched it. Representing, I don't know how they've made this work, but representing absolute radio classic rock, the producers have deemed this <laughs> the ideal TV theme. Glenn. Glenn. It's not the week. It is Mock the Week. Unfair advantage. So we don't really need to look at the final scores, Matt Dyson, because of the 60s, 70s and 80s. You are triumphant this yeah. morning on Beat the Intro, the TV theme special. Well done to you. We'll be playing that again very soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it for your Monday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show. And to those of you who got in touch, everybody's welcome. Wherever you want to talk about, whenever you want, my email address is awaiting you. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The other thing awaiting you, of course, is the daily podcast. And for the first day of the working week, we've rung the bell quite a lot today. Um, I'm sorry, I've just banged my elbow on my kitchen table. One of the hazards of working from home, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We've got... Hero, worship, hero worshipping an octogenarian booze hound. Uh, that's, oh, yes. That was early doors. Um, we got Stormy Felines, um, which is a good name mm. for a girl band. We've got Ah, oh, You Think, uh, which is something that Matt's children started saying to him regularly. <laughs> uh, why are you bad-mouthing birds, Glenn? Um, they're not monkey, monkey, same, same. Don't stop until we get to the German border. Okay, that'll be fine. That's Gary's reaction to getting Glenn on five words, five grand. And rumours that he's under the koi carp pond are unsubstantiated. And finally, core apple pips everything. As I say, we rang the bell frequently throughout today's show. Wow. See. What are we going for? Emma, I'm going to give you a deciding vote this morning. Oh, well, it's been so fruit-based recently. I think we should go for core apple pips everything. Okay, so keep it fruit-based on the podcast. Okay, core apple pips everything is the podcast you're seeking. Know this, we'll be back tomorrow. 6am, stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.